Welcome to Elevated Consciousness. My name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing, and I will be your host for today's show. So I took a deep dive in the sort of what does everyone need right now? And for this next episode, I'm going to talk about something that I think needs to be at the forefront of everyone's kind of goals list. And today's topic is going to be unconditional love. Now, the reason why I want to do an episode on this is because the the consensus out there about unconditional love, it's one that it's not very important and if it is, it's, there's kind of no way to get there. It's, it's just sort of this thing that, oh, just do it. And yeah, that's all enough said, <laughs> but I want to get into today how important it is to have this sort of as a foundation versus a lot of people, they, they say that as you become more evolved, great, it, it's a great byproduct, but This is something that I think needs to be a very early on thing in our life. Unconditional love will literally bring your levels of happiness to their highest levels. Your relationship will reach such incredible heights and intimacy if you can embody unconditional love. But the most important place to apply unconditional love to is one place that very few people on the planet just happen to achieve. And we, as a way to help people get there, have structured amazing programs at Guided Light Healing to achieve unconditional love towards the self. This is a huge one, and I'll tell you, it is probably one of the hardest ones to achieve, but the benefits of this are off the charts, and we're going to start to talk about that today. So sit back, strap in, and here comes another episode that is for sure going to flip everything around in your life. Enjoy. This idea that unconditional love it's just not that important, is crazy if you think about it in relationship to the creator field. You see, unconditional love is, we're going to define it in a minute, but essentially it is one of the the greatest keys to happiness. Because when we define unconditional love, you're going to see that It's the lack of unconditional love that leads to a lot, if not most, of the emotional distress that we get into on pretty much a daily basis. But it's it's the more advanced levels of unconditional love when we flip and start to apply it to ourselves. Which, let's face it, it is one of the hardest things to to achieve. But it doesn't mean we shouldn't. The way unconditional love towards ourself affects our creator field 
It is just pure magic. And we're going to get into all of this soon. But I just want to start out by saying this idea that, oh, you know, maybe I can skip this episode. I promise you success in career, in relationship, how the world treats us and how it promotes us, how it celebrates us. It all comes down to this idea of unconditional love. Now, Today, I'm talking about Source's version of unconditional love, not the human version, which there are a lot of ideas of that. So let's start out by defining unconditional love. Unconditional love is on a source level and science level, It is full acceptance and not only full acceptance, but it is the balance of a perception. So we've talked about perceptions in past episodes and uh, the, the feedback has been, they're amazing, but it's kind of hurts the brain a little bit, which I completely understand. And it will be the case for a while, but talking about unconditional love, it essentially is seeing both sides of something and being an acceptance of it. It's knowing that every positive, every plus, every good part of something has negatives. And then all of the negatives actually have positives, things that will improve and change our life. Just like negative events, they help us to become stronger, wiser, more reactive, more protected, all of the positive things. So I'm kind of sort of stepping into this idea of unconditional love that it is not just seeing somebody's purely positive because that is sort of a, it's kind of an infatuation state. And then seeing somebody's purely negative means that you are not seeing any of the benefits. And it's the negatives that are one of the most important things in a human's life, in a soul's being able to evolve and grow and expand and expand consciousness. Let's start with a practical example of this, an example that you guys are all familiar with. Now, we all, funny enough, are are told we should try to achieve a level of being perfect, right? We don't realize the the problem with being perfect. If we were to ever achieve a level of perfection, the first thing that would happen is it would completely isolate us from the world. We would have no more friends. Wait, what do you mean by this? I mean exactly that. We'd have no more friends. I want you to think back right now to a time in your life when there was a person people just absolutely spoke so highly of. Now, we're going to get a little more specific, and I want you to think about the first time you were introduced to this person. So find somebody that you were introduced to and just the overwhelming idea that you had is, wow, this person is so perfect. They've got it all put together. I want to be like them, right? We, we, probably have had that. So we kind of get that with musicians, celebrities, public figures. We're like, oh, it'd be so amazing to be in their lives. But we actually never, we never pursue it. 
and it's not so much because we don't have the chance, but it's because of something else. If we were to be around this person 24-7, most people are like, this is great. They're, they're going to help with my career. They're, they're going to help with my choices. They're going to help with my life. Sure, maybe for a day or so, but then we start to get this realization of going, man, they're so freaking perfect. <laughs> I'm doing so much wrong in my life. And it's just a matter of time before this starts to add weight to our scale. And the scale is that I am doing so much wrong. I feel so terrible about myself. Where the heck is this coming from? That's right. And we lock eyes with the perfect person in our life. That's right. I didn't beat myself up as much as I do now. Oh my gosh, this, is, this has got to be connected. I am being hard on myself because this person is so perfect. Now, one, that is completely false. There is no such thing as a perfectly positive person. Whatever person on the planet needs to realize right now at this place in time based on how the higher selves and spirit selves see the world everybody is already perfect now this idea that perfectly positive no th that is that is in the eye of the beholder that is all that that is that is something that there is no point in attaining because it doesn't do anything good for anyone. Just like right now, this idea we're talking about that we do not rush, jump in line to be friends with a perfect person because we all know deep down inside, they're going to make us feel horrible about our decisions, about the things that we're doing with our lives, <laughs> about the things that we've attained and achieved with our lives. Nobody wants that. So... If you right now are trying to be perfectly positive, meaning only on the positive side of, of things, that's scientifically impossible. And that is going to push every single person who could be in your life, will be in your life, or is currently in your life away from you. Now, this we don't tend to look at the world this way, but this is one of the first eye-opening moments I want you guys to have right now is that this idea of perfect, get rid of it. You are already perfect. Now, how can I say definitively that you are already perfect? Simple. There are soul contracts almost for every single interaction that we have with people that change our lives. Okay, they are contracts. And in order for these contracts to happen, two roles are needed, typically two opposite roles. So let's take this example. Say I am not valuing something in my life. Say I'm not valuing myself, right? And that goes through the, the reflection machine and I end up, in a situation where in order to learn to value things in my life before I can value myself, learning to value things in my life, I need to be made present about the things in my life and they need to become more important to me. 
Well, the universe has helped in so many ways to get me to this idea that to value the things in my life, but I just haven't. So now the reflection machine has gotten going. And now I'm in a situation where I, through an obstacle, am going to learn to value the things in my life. So let's say I was given this this wallet, okay? It was given to me by my father. It was very, very special to me. And, and I am out one day and I'm going through this lesson of, of needing to understand why or to value the things that are in my life. And like I said, everyone's lessons are different and some people do go through this. This, there are some of you out there who might be saying to yourself, this isn't important. Why should I value things? Well, I might also say that every single thing has a consciousness and all consciousnesses should be loved and respected. There should be a healthy, we, we share the world with everything. So therefore, I would say every single thing on this planet should be cherished and loved and looked at again as today's episode looked at with unconditional love. So I'm in this place. I'm in a restaurant and I'm not paying attention. Both of us, me and the person I'm with, we get up, we go use the restroom at the same time and not paying attention, not valuing things. I am in a space of not really looking out for my wallet and I leave it on the table. Now, typically your people are jumping up. Why would you do that? Well, <laughs> if you don't value things, people do this. They leave their phones, they leave their bags and things like that. People right now, you might be saying, it's just being distracted. Not necessarily. Being distracted and, and valuing something, those are similar but two different things. If I really, really valued this wallet I was given by my father, then I at all times, I would check in with it. I would make sure that it's good, that it's protected, and that I have good habits for it. Now, being absent-minded, that's a little bit different. But if I really, really valued this thing, I'd have good habits. The subconscious brain programs running would, would make sure that in moments of distraction, I would still have this. Now, I can say that because I, I do tend to value things really highly. I tend to respect and have a love for everything that is in my life and supporting me. So I create these amazing routines to make sure these things are taken care of and where they're supposed to be. Some of you might be going, that's eh, a little extra, <laughs> but it's not. It's, it's, it's not a lot of work and having that kind of love and balance in your life, it's worth it, I would say. And it's, it's something that until you actually experience it, I'm sure you're going to run from it. <laughs> but anyway, now this, this wallet, I left it on the table. I walked away and we, we could probably do a whole episode about this respect for things, but we got to start with unconditional love. So I, I walk away, I go use the restroom. My, my partner or friend who was with me, same thing. We come back and I don't even realize that my wallet isn't there anymore. And I, I literally go on another 20 minutes. We wrap up. I go to reach for my wallet, my pocket, where I thought it would be. 
and I didn't realize I was uncomfortable, took it out, put it on the table. Again, there's this lack of connection there, this lack of appreciation, lack of unconditional love. And now I've realized that my wallet is gone. Now, whether it was stolen or whether somebody picked it up and turned it in to make sure it was safe and protected or somebody's holding on to me, any of those things can happen. And what's going to happen is depending on the level of lesson, the level of teaching that I'm supposed to go through right now, chosen by, for a few extra points here, Hopefully you're saying, I feel like you're saying higher self. My higher self has chosen to be a part of this situation to raise my consciousness, to get me to a higher level of understanding and higher frequency living. So I'm in this place now and it now hits me. My wallet's gone. Oh my gosh, there's all these important things in there. And then it hits me again a few minutes later. No, this wallet is a very, very special gift from my father. And I start to go through this whole thing. And now what happens, and depending on the strength of the lesson, the life upgrade and change will dictate next. But I go to the space of going, this is so important to me. This may have been the last gift that my father has given me. And it, it is one of the most important things. And now it's gone. And now having going through this, maybe for the next day, few days or week, like I said, depending on if it's going to come back to me or not, depending on if I get the lesson or not, will allow the universe to bring it back in or it may be gone for good. So I'm in this process and now what happens is I'm starting to go, I wish I paid more attention to it. And I, from that realization, I'm going, I got to start paying attention to the other important things in my life or they could also walk away from me because of negligence, not paying attention and things like that. So I'm in this space now of learning this very valuable lesson that I need to value the things in my life better. This whole my wallet walking away from me thing has the potential to get me to value things in my life at a much greater level or new things that come into my life at a much greater level. This could be a huge conscious opening moment for me. And it probably is. Everything is structured this way. And the more sentimental, the more important this thing is to me, the the bigger impact it's going to have is a change in my life. And like I said, it's going to launch my consciousness up, which is a huge thing. Now, so this situation where my wall walks away, let's say, let's say it was stolen. And there we were an outdoor table, which I know makes it even that much more smart to do this, but maybe it was an outdoor table or even an indoor table, doesn't matter. But somebody came up and they stole it. Now, this idea that they're a villain and this was all by accident, this is all squashed when it comes to there is a sole contract. And that person who participated in this contract situation on a soul level, I knew them. Almost 99% of the time, it is an older soul that I have known in a past life. And they are signing up to play essentially the negative 
the villain or whatever you want to characterize it as, but they're coming in to help me to learn this lesson. You see, there's no other way I can learn this lesson without a person who plays the negative roles help. Now, before you guys spin out and and say this, this screws up your whole world and messes everything up, we'll get more into the stuff later on. If you guys haven't listened, things like this have come up in past episodes where we explain this pretty well. But essentially, forget everything else right now. My soul, my spirit self, and my higher self needed somebody to play this role. And this idea that this person is a negative person, it may not be that. Maybe that they haven't eaten in three days and they, they've got a, a, a dog and two kids and they're, they're literally at the, their backs up against a wall in the, in the worst place they've ever been. And this is the difference between them living or everyone starving. You know, the context of it doesn't make it right or wrong. It just, it helps us to see things because everyone has reasons for what they do. Anyway, this idea that they are the negative person they're playing the the counter role to what I need. So I'm playing the role of person who loses something of value. Now, because I'm an energetic match to it, because my creator field is creating this, I have hit the go button on this contract initiation process. And now this person has been pulled in by a cooperative creator field, and they're going to help me live out this experience so I can raise my consciousness. I can have a much greater conscious understanding of how things work and to value things in the world. So the idea that this person is a bad person or negative, that again, like we have talked about before, it's a perception. But all of that is out the window because I have asked, I have put out a call for somebody to play this role because I need to go through this. My higher self is going, this is going to teach me one of the most valuable lessons. And this is the only way I can learn it. Reading about it in a story is not the same thing as having an event happen to you that changes your life. Sure, we can live vicariously through people, but it is still not the same as something like this. This is the reason why we have things like this happen throughout our lives is because we learn, we grow, we become stronger and our consciousness grows. So this idea that we've acquired as human beings is we like to label people as good and bad, negative and positive. It's... It, it is such a small, low conscious understanding and idea of the bigger, bigger picture that source knows to be true. And this is something that benefits us to understand. So the idea is after this event, after I get it through the hurt and everything else, I'm going to make massive changes in my life. I'm going to start valuing the even bigger things that I have than a wallet that are really, really special to me that I was careless with. And all this comes as a result of that experience of losing the, the, the wallet that was given to me that walked away. So the idea is that everybody in this world, everybody who is in your life has a role to play. They're, 
is always, always, always contracts for people who are going to help you to expand your consciousness, who are going to lead to a life change. And this makes this whole system even more cool when you guys can see this. And cool is one one millionth of, of the level of which it actually is. But, you know, just trying to just trying to keep moving forward with the explanations. So this this idea that that things are one or the other, we we can at this point say things are everything. And going back to the example of people of a perfect person in our life, we realize very very quickly that they make us feel worse and worse and worse about our life. So this is where unconditional love starts to come in. Unconditional love is essentially seeing all of the positives of somebody and seeing all of the negatives. Then it's also seeing all of the positives and knowing all of those positives have negatives and all of those negatives have positives, just like we had talked about in this situation. Now, what that means is unconditional love means accepting all of it because all of it has a balance and all of it has a positive and negative purpose. The negatives are to create changes. The positives are to create rewards, incentives, uh, happy achievement moments. But at the same time, they also cause negatives. They can cause laziness because we just achieved something. They can cause devastation because now there's nothing else left to achieve or <laughs> whatever it is. Everything is essentially everything. So this idea of unconditional love, it means to accept somebody for all of their positives and all of their negatives. Now, when we know a person is only purely positive, it means we are not in unconditional love. We are only seeing half of them, technically a quarter because of what I described, all the positives having reverse negatives and all the negatives having reverse positives and then seeing that whole picture. So we're seeing 25% of a person who is perfect. And we don't want to keep around this person because they make us feel worse about our lives. And this is something that puts us in lack, in limitation. And if you think about it, this is something that is preventing you from experiencing the world. We are constantly avoiding pain. And pain is actually where growth most of the time lies. So this idea that we start to kind of manipulate our world to avoid the pain, we're doing ourselves a huge disservice. So now this, the people in our lives who we unconsciously, because this is what happens, the people we love the most in life, they are the ones who we are with around and aware of their greatest moments, the, their heroism, the, the things that they've done to make our life better and the times they've been there for us. We also know their, their greatest, the skeletons in the closet, their, the, their biggest fail or fear moments where they have been a villain or where they cheated on all the way through college or things like that. We know 
how human they are. Again, perfect. And I say perfect because everything has a contract with every single person on the planet. And like I said, we'll talk about that more later. Don't let that derail you. The idea is that unconditional love means seeing somebody as as balanced. So let's take this slightly more analytically forward and let's look at it more on the science way. On a science level, let's say there is a person I am considering dating. Okay, we all go through this as we're picking partners. And let's say they have 10 amazing positive attributes. Okay, they are, they wear their heart on their sleeve. They are always truthful and they make us feel amazing and so on. Okay, we have, they have 10 things that they, they, They're adventurous and they bring exhilaration to our life, okay? There are 10 things on the positive side. Now, most people jump into relationships based on that and then they wait six months. They get super imbalanced. They wait six months and then they start seeing a lot of the negatives like they they snore in their sleep or things like that start to come up or the decisions they make, you think that they they are borderline really, really bad decisions like with the purpose to hurt people. And these are things that come up that we don't see till later on. Now, knowing these things, the more we know about a person, the more the positives, the more the negatives we get to know, we actually, something amazing happens inside of us. We grow more and more love for a person that we know everything about them, all of their positive and all of the negatives. And the fact is, you guys right now can go through every person you have high, high levels of love for. None of those people, whoever that person is to you, if you were to look in and start to label all of their positives, you could on a across, draw a line straight down and then across the line, I bet you can match all of those positives with a number of negative things like they have talked down to you or they've made your life more difficult. We know the the things they went through that they don't want to tell anyone else, okay? The more we know about their personal stories, the negative and the positive, the closer we pull them towards us. Why? Because they are perfect. And when we see both sides, it makes us feel closer and better about ourselves. Now, people struggle with this because they go, well, shouldn't you always choose to do good? Yes. But there are contract situations where you are asked to play the villain. You are asked to play the thief. You are asked to play the oppressor. And and I can I can tell you, any of those times in your life, you have been the villain to somebody else. We all have at least at least 10 of those in our life, 10 moments, even to people we love where we've been the villain in those situations. Moms and dads are probably pretty frequently the villains in their kids' lives. We have these contracts for these roles. And when you have played these villain roles, did you do it on purpose? Or or 
underneath, was there a really great motivation for why you did it, even though they saw it as bad? And the answer is yes. So it's like the that that thing that people always like to bring up. Does a villain, does a criminal ever think that they are bad? No, absolutely not. If you get down to the the heart of the the way they think and the way they're processing, they have a good reason why they're doing the bad things on the outside. And it is it is this thing that most people they they won't allow themselves to process. They won't put them they won't bring up context for people. We just, as human beings, we run away from that. And I think it's because it's something that's missing when we're growing up, that when we see a person who is angry, we just go, ooh, they're a really bad person versus going, they're angry because they just lost the closest person to them in their lives. We don't bring up, we don't attach context. We don't write good stories for people. We often just, we assume the worst with people and that's how we've been living. So this idea that everyone has a reason for doing what they do, we just don't go far enough to understand it. That's sort of one of the the ways of getting into unconditional love is this idea of picking good stories for people and going, I know this terrible, terrible, terrible thing that they did, they had a really great reason for, at least for them. It may not be a reason that I agree with, but to them, it was a great reason. And what they did was something based on good motivation or a a really high purpose. And like I said, I know with where you guys, most of the listeners are for this podcast right now, this is going to be a hard thing to accept. But remember, these are really, really high consciousness ideas. This is how source sees things. And it is going to take us a long time to get there slowly, but surely. And this episode is designed to open you up to the ideas of what unconditional love is how it works, and how we can start to go about getting there. So this idea that that people, the people we let in and we get closer to in life are the people who are greater balance of good and bad. And it is because we want people who reflect us. And we don't want people who are, uh, and there's no such thing, But we don't want people who we think are better than us because that creates a pedestal that we have to look up to them, which means our lives are going to be less good. So every time we see them, we're going to feel worse about our lives. So this idea of unconditional love, it's essentially seeing somebody as whole and knowing that nobody is on purely positive or even 75% positive. They, if they've got, go back to my marble analogy, if I haven't used this yet, we've got a hundred positive marbles. It means there are a negative 100 marbles as well. And this makes them as a complete person. The more, the closer we get to seeing all of the positive marbles and knowing all of the negative marbles, this brings us closer to ultimate, the highest levels of love. So unconditional love is essentially, it is, 
It is knowing that a person is perfect the way they are. It's knowing that the negative things that they are doing are in contract, either contract with other people's creator fields, that every person in a moment, there is one person who has to play the positive side and one person to play the negative side. If there were no people to play the negative sides, we wouldn't learn, grow, and understand everything. We don't learn and grow just from books. We need the experiences. A lot of people, uh, I'm sure uh, a lot of people are going to have a rough week with this this week and, and go, wait a minute. So everything in this universe is within cooperation. The answer to that question would actually be yes. So if somebody's creator field like mine was in my hypothetical was I, I, am, I am creating losing my wallet that is being ingrained and created in my creator field, which means somebody else has to come into my life and play the opposite role, the person who is supposed to take my wallet. Now, whether it's to keep it safe or to steal it to feed the family or whatever it is, that again, those are things written in my creator field and it all depends on what my soul growth will best be enhanced by the situation. So everything in this universe is in cooperation. So if everything is in cooperation between creator fields and soul contracts, can we say that any person is negative or positive? No, both are necessary. Now, underneath, like I said, their motivations always, always, always are for some positive thing. Again, doesn't make sense to us, but it's still, it's theirs and they're doing the negative action, the negative behavior because of a positive reason to, for themselves, their internal idea. So unconditional love is essentially seeing the full picture of everything. It's knowing that, great, this person, like my example a few minutes ago, has 10 amazing qualities and they have 10 equal negative qualities. They may be super, super driven and determined. And the negative quality that they have is they make me feel terrible about what I'm doing with my career and so on. So going back to the example of dating, in the beginning, you get closer to unconditional love and actually closer to real love. If when you meet a person and you meet their 10, you <laughs> meet, you get to know their 10 best qualities. If you were in that moment to hear about their 10 equal negative qualities, what would happen if they're delivered in the right way, not in a way that they're like doing it to scare you or to throw up red flags, but they're, you know, explaining their reason behind these 10 negative qualities you would walk away going, I freaking love this person versus on the first date, getting to know somebody and them selling themselves really, really well. And you not knowing any of the negatives, you're going to walk away, go, oh, they're really interesting. I want to get to know them better. But it's when we start to see the balance in it that we get closer and closer into greater and greater levels of love. So, this idea of unconditional love can be applied to everything. The more we see something, the more we get to know the positive and the negative, and we embrace both. Now, the embracing both 
is a little bit more tricky and it's something we're going to want to do an episode on later on. But the embracing both is essentially going great. The positive is this person is they, this person, they not that know your audience, but not that this audience cares about money, but let's say that this person is a good person and they have a lot, they've accumulated a lot of wealth, their security, they're with wealth. Now that maybe is not where I'm at. And that is going to cause me to feel like I'm inadequate or like I'm not achieving enough. So the balance of that is what I just explained. Now, on the negative side, it might be they are untrusting of people and so they're untrusting of me. The positive is it will, it, will, it will cause me to do things that prove myself to them more, that make them love me more because I went above and beyond this quality. So unconditional love means, it means today, let's start small, but it, let's just... Let's, let's throw a couple criteria into this. It means that everything they do is based on a soul contract or a creator field contract. Creator, uh, let's call it creator field obligation. And underneath, it means they have their reasons. It doesn't mean we have to understand and agree with their reasons, but we just have to know they're doing the best they can with what they have. If we were to start to walk around and apply these three filters to every single situation, every person we met, we would be so much closer to this idea of unconditional love. So unconditional love is essentially what source has to us. And I, and I know whatever, whatever, wherever you guys come from, whatever your histories and understandings and religions and things like that, I know they may conflict with this, but I can tell you based on my relationship, my, my talking communication relationship with source, and this is something that anybody on the planet can have. It's just, I've worked years and years and years to have an, the intuition to be able to have an open dialogue with source and ask these questions and have these things explained. But source, when source looks at any person or situation on the planet source knows that it is a contract agreement that both parties had amazing love for each other on a spirit level and they organized to play out so they can both grow they source also knows that there are all of a balance of positive and negative attributes in this person and that all the positives have negatives and all the negatives are flipped into positives. So source knows us in that whole thing. And then source also knows that we have our reasons based on what we know, what we were taught and what our internal thought process is. Everything we do is in our mind, the right thing. Now, we learn all the time that we could make better choices based on new information. But at the moment we do things, we, we are doing it from a good person place. And now I know this 
this might scare some people because you're like, wait, if everyone knows this, then then people are going to do more bad things and there's going to be no hesitation. See, that's one of the things that people don't, don't understand about this. The higher your consciousness goes, it, it becomes impossible to make bad decisions underneath. It, it's just when you're at a really high frequency place and you stay there and you're sort of locked into it, it makes it impossible to do low frequency things. So this idea that if everyone around the planet understood the world this way, it would just erupt into chaos. No, it would be sort of a self-governing system. Everyone would make much better choices. Everyone would be much quicker to be friends and in love with people and and more accepting of each other than the low-frequency state right now of you're not my clique, you're not my crew, and all those things. Uh, you're a terrible person and not being able to see any positives in them. And, and I understand a lot of you guys are want to get into the arguments of what about the horrible, horrible deeds and done by specific individuals in the world. What about those people? Well, in Source's eyes, the system is still what it is. They are playing roles and in fulfilling obligations so that sometimes one person teaches many and sometimes many people teach a person and vice versa. This whole system, and I understand where we're at right now, we can't see it, but according to Source, this system is perfect. Now, there is a slight exception to this, and that is the, the whole topic of dark forces, which we're going to do an episode on that in the near future, and it's going to blow your guys' minds, and it's going to empower you at a really incredible level. But what I want you guys to understand right now is unconditional love is accepting the whole. The more we know, the more we get to know, and the more we apply these filters, the closer we get to unconditional love. Now, it is much easier to achieve that from the inside out, meaning us doing that to other people. But to be able to achieve that on, on an inward sort of focus of un unconditional love it is a very, very difficult thing, but it is achievable. We have programs and this isn't something that you guys are supposed to get in a day, week, or a few months. This is something that our students and our teachers spend years to accomplish because every time you conquer a level, the level escalates, the next the next level escalates, and then we have to overcome it again based on how we grow and overcome and, and expand our consciousness. So the first, the first steps towards unconditional love is one, getting your brain out of the way and going, all right, my perception, how I view people, if it is negative or positive, I am not in the space of, of applying unconditional love. Now, if I were to go, this person has these amazing five positives, then they have to have horrible five negatives. If we see both, this is sort of the idea of starting to get to unconditional love. And then we start to add in the idea of everyone is fulfilling a soul contract that was planned with a negative and positive role or a creator field obligation, creator field 
attraction where both positive and negative parties are involved to play out something. So that's when it's not a sole contract. And then understanding underneath, whether you're on the positive or on the negative side, deep down at your core, you believe you're doing what's best and what's right. And that's something we need to understand that every single person who's doing what they're doing, they're doing the best they can with what they have and what their understanding is that they've been taught. And we are all here to grow and we're all here to expand and reach higher levels of consciousness. And this is the system that we built with Source. So this is something we can talk about for a long time. We could spend years on this topic and exercises and, and really mastering this what it's going to do, and this is what I had talked about in the beginning, and here's the big reveal. Granted, there are more pieces than this, but when we achieve unconditional love towards ourselves, what this means is everything that we've talked about and more, accepting all of ourselves and loving every part of ourselves, all of the positive, all of the negative, no matter what. When we reach this stage, something amazing happens. This is an inside-out world. And when we achieve unconditional love towards ourselves, something magic happens on the outside. The world will show us unconditional love. And this is where we achieve a level of just harmony in the world that I hope one day we get to it within the next hundred years, hopefully much, much, much sooner. But when we start to achieve this towards ourselves, how we treat ourselves based on the law of emotional balance, how we treat ourselves is how we are treated by people. This is one of the scientific, energetic, spiritual laws of this universe. It's not sometimes, it's not most of the time. It is all the time. So it is hard to achieve unconditional love towards yourself first. This is why guided light healing, what we do is we start people and we help them to achieve and reach unconditional love. Now, the more advanced you get with this, you're going to start in the beginning. You're going to start with easy people, unconditionally loving animals, unconditionally loving your best friends and people like that. And then as you, as you start to embrace these three filters, these three concepts today that we talked about, then we start to move on to people that are harder to unconditionally love. We start with one-time crooks, one-time felons, and things like that. And then what we do is we continue to push our limits, our, our ways of doing this. Essentially, source, and this is the fact of it all, source unconditionally loves all of us. And if you think this isn't true, you've been lied to. I strongly, strongly urge you to develop that inner voice, to be able to talk to source, to creator, to our parent energy. And you'll find out for yourselves that the information I hear is the same exact information you're going to hear. The ideas that you've been taught that there are bad people and good people, how has that positively always served your lives? It hasn't. I promise you it hasn't. It is a limiting idea and a limiting frequency. 
But this idea will clear up all of the bad happenings in your life. I promise you. And it is a scientific fact that how it changes your creator field will clear up the obstacles and the the really negative things that you may be attracting, pulling in and creating with your creator field. It clears it all up and this is just science. So if you've wanted to be unconditionally loved in an intimate relationship, this is how we start to get there. If you want to be unconditionally loved in your career, no matter what you do and people to always be accepting and love you, this is how we start to get there. Any area of your life where you would like people to only in things and events, everything to shower you with unconditional love and you can do no wrong in their eyes. It's not an impossibility. It's not some pipe dream or wish. It is a fact that if you guys dial in your creator fields in this way, you will have a life where the world reflects back the highest levels of unconditional love. And this is where everything becomes amazing. It may take you years, but every day you do this, you will see the positive benefits. You will see your life get better. You will see your frequency rise and you will see just the world is more and more perfect. And remember, the more people who see the world perfect, the more it clears up the low frequency things that are happening on the planet now. Okay, the the a low frequency understanding is if we embrace the bad, then it's just going to make more people do the bad. No, the more people who learn this, they're going to be pulled towards much higher frequency ways of doing things. And this is where the world reaches levels that it can't possibly do right now is with this understanding. So this is a good starter. Today, we talked about some of the, the, the criteria of achieving unconditional love. We talked about three major, major pieces of achieving unconditional love. Now, next, you guys are going to want to go in and fully understand each of those pieces. But if you can start to go, okay, I'm leaning positive. I'm leaning negative towards this person or situation right now. What are the opposite traits that I'm not seeing? When you just start to do that, this is going to change your life. If you're looking at a person who is doing negative things and you're going, I'm sure deep down at their core, they have a justification for doing this that I, that, that, that is positive. They're just going about it in a very, very negative way. Okay. I, I can, I can understand their side of this and doesn't mean I, doesn't mean I condone it. It just means I can see the, the, the perfect picture of this. And this is expanding our consciousness. This is reaching higher levels of consciousness that will change the world. So here's the thing. If a lot of you, some of you were in major, major reaction to, to this information today, if you went to a fear-based place with this, if you are wanting to turn this off right away as you're hearing this and you made it this far, congratulations, but reach out. Reach out to me and my team at Guided Light Healing. You can 
email us at info at We have some of the world's most incredible free programs to help you to get better understandings of this stuff. And I promise you, every person who wants to get this, we, we have as close to the perfect programs as there could be to get a person there. The only thing that can be better is maybe somebody achieves it quicker than what our programs does, but our programs for every single person who goes and puts the time in and has the wants, they will achieve unconditional love and it will change every aspect of your life. I told you happiness, the highest levels of happiness are tied to unconditional love. The best relationships of your life are tied to unconditional love. The world loving you unconditionally is tied to you unconditionally loving yourself. If any of these things that that brought up a reaction, reach out to us and we'll get you through this because I promise you that when you get on the other side of this, you will wonder why so much of your life was not spent in this state. It will be the best thing that ever happens to you and the best thing that you ever achieve is as far as conscious shifts go that really create an incredible life. This is a massive, massive one. And I know everything that we talk about is amazing and incredible, but this is one of the the holy grail things that we should all achieve in a lifetime, that we should all have started working on at two, three, four, and all the way up through 15 years old. And these are things that I wish the world was teaching and working on at very early parts of our lives, but it wasn't. And, And we're doing the best we can with what we have and what we're now understanding and knowing. So if you guys are on the negative side of this, reach out to us. We'll course correct you. You guys all deserve to have this at the highest levels. If you guys are on the neutral or positive side of this, start to play with this. And if you feel like it's not working for you, you guys reach out and we'll get you there too. This stuff works 100% of the time. And if it doesn't work, it means I didn't explain it fully. It means you don't have enough information or you need more time with it. It's never because it's, it's not true that it doesn't work. It's because of the explanation or it's because of the integration. And I want you guys to remember this. It's really, really important. I see too many people quit things because they think it just doesn't work. It didn't work for me. They never consider maybe it didn't work for you because you don't have enough information. You didn't have enough time with it. You didn't have enough experience with it. This is how we should approach the world. There are so many amazing things we can do. But first, see what you guys can do with this understanding of unconditional love. This isn't all of it, but these are some of the most major pieces that I could discuss with you guys today to give you a massive leg up on getting to the finish line on unconditional love towards others, and most importantly, unconditional love towards yourself. So I hope you guys love today. I know this will have pushed a lot of people's buttons because the people's understandings, they just, people always think that, that the world's going to tip out of balance and explode when people are in acceptance of things. It's, it's a really interesting thing that I've seen for the last 
30 years being aware of this stuff. But I promise you that that's, that's not the way things work. And source would have, would have said, no, nope, this is the wrong way about going about and doing things. This is source's way of doing it. This isn't mine. This is what I've gotten from source. And I'm, I'm telling you, it has served me well in my life. And every day I grow with this and you guys will experience the same. And if you guys are stuck, that's what myself and Guided Light Healing are here for you for. So with that being said, I, I want you guys to push through this pain. For most people, this is going to be a painful process, but what's on the other side is going to be amazing. So take your time with this. If you're struggling with it, ask for help. But most importantly, try and have fun with this stuff. That is the big key. And trust me that I have been teaching this for so long that all of you will get there. I promise you, some faster than others. And it's not because you're more capable. It's just because of the background you have on this stuff. But every person on the planet has the ability to get there. And when they do, man, this place is going to be amazing. So try, try, try. Try and have fun with this. Try and, and give this the benefit of the doubt. And I promise you, this is going to bring about some of the most magical gifts and magical lives that you guys have no clue are out in front of you. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys for showing up for, for all of you guys out there who have been diligent, who show up with open hearts, who are here solely to learn and expand your consciousness. It is one of the greatest rewards working with people like you are guys selves. And I am just so grateful to be a part of your guys' lives and your guys' journeys. We, I know this wholeheartedly, we are going to change and lift up the world together. So with that being said, you guys have a beautiful rest of your day, evening or night, whatever time it is for you right now in the world. And I'll see you guys back next week for another groundbreaking episode of Elevated Consciousness. My name is Alessandro. I'm the founder of Guided Light Healing. And this was Elevated Consciousness. Take care.